0: This episode is brought to you by our Patreon page over at patreoncom slash media. which means this episode is brought to us by you, right? That's how not, it works. no, not me. No, no, the fan. Right? Yeah, the, yes. the listener. We're talking. When
1: I say you, I mean the listeners. Yes, the the figurative you. Right. right. Yes.
2: but nobody else is in
0: here with us as we record this. Who are I'm you lo- talking I, about?
1: I'm looking at the computer when I say it.
0: Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Alright, so just go to GameZilla Media on Patreon.com. There you'll be able to choose your patronage level and get different access to the shows. So you can get exclusive content for *The Legend of Retro* and *Noobs and Dragons*. Noobs and Dragons—the show with that handsome devil, correct? WK? Well, almost all of those words are right. Yeah. And if you go on there and sign up, you can also get access to a private Discord channel in our Discord group. Basically, the more dollars you give us, the more things we can give you. Exactly. So go to patreoncom media and become a patron today. Do it. Yeah. Prepare yourselves for a journey through history.
2: Get equipped for adventure.
0: Grab your power gloves and super scopes. For it's dangerous to go alone.
1: This is the Legend of Retro.
0: Welcome to this week's Legend of Retro podcast. My name is The Illustrious Chops and with me as always is the demonic, devilish, demon lord handsome man Craig I don't know I couldn't think of any other d descriptions adjectives devil demon handsome Craig
2: WK indeed I am (laughs) handsome you're not wrong chops uh I'm excuse me the illustrious chops
0: oh yes thank you for (laughs) using my full title great to
2: have you uh back in here again chops uh what are we chatting about today today
0: drum roll please I won't do it. All right. Never mind. I'm fine. We're, we're talking about Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire for. Yeah. So the, for the Game, Game Boy Advance?
2: Game Boy Advance. Uh, released by Game Freak. For the Game Boy Advance, on March nineteenth, two 2003, this role-playing game features a male or female protagonist who travels around their new island home, thwarting a duo of evil organizations and battling their way through the Pokemon League to become champion.
0: Now, this is the third generation of Pokemon games. It is, indeed. Prior to that, you have the classic red and blue, yellow, you have the silver, gold, and uh, crystal? Crystal, yeah. And then you have ruby, sapphire, and then later to be mentioned, I'm sure emerald
2: yeah so emerald did have different features uh, like you know slight tweaks here and there It was exciting Uh, i i honestly like because i always get the pokemon games as soon as they come out whenever the secondary versions come out i don't get them because i i just i miss out on them because it's like i i have such a hard time justifying buying the same game when i've already put so much time into it built up these teams and you know it's just it's so hard for me to to decide to do
0: that so do you buy the duo the the dual games at the same time so you would buy red and blue at the same time oh no no no! you just bought one one yeah i buy one
2: one of that generation but i don't buy the remix version or the redux or whatever you want to call it see i did. yellow crystal uh and in this case uh emerald i just i don't know it's it's hard for me to justify and i love pokemon but like it's hard for me to justify because I love Pokemon. Because of the fact that I've spent so much time on this one game, <laughs> you're like trying to limit yourself. Kind of, yeah. Well, it's it's frustrating to me because it's like, oh, okay, I have all this time put in. I've done all this stuff. I guess I'll just go do it again. And it's like, but
0: I did it. Yeah, that's I, I beat the joy this. of Pokemon games.
2: I I thought the joy of Pokemon was was making the perfect team and
0: competitively battling. We have have two (laughs) different uh, focuses on how we like to play Pokemon games. You're not wrong. I I enjoy the collecting and the completing of the Pokedex as well as beating all the hard stuff in the game and then transferring all the hard work that I have to the to the dual game that kind of consists of both games Uh and then completing that one. So then I have both sides done. So I would buy a single game so in this case I bought Ruby. Mm -hmm. I would play against my friends who had Sapphire get a couple things that I wanted and then I bought Emerald so that I could get things that I didn't get in Sapphire and then transfer everything from Ruby to Emerald. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. um I didn't focus too much on battling one because I'm terrible. Oh, I'm not terrible at it, but I I don't I'm not as good in the minutia of battling. Which in this game they do change things as far as uh, EVs and stuff go. Uh-huh. But prior to that, yeah, I wasn't. I couldn't fathom the the stat behind the scenes building this generation i did not know
2: what i was doing as far as battling goes i liked it i enjoyed battling. oh yeah. and in this game we have double battles yeah that have popped in
0: double battles is one of the newest things i can't remember our flying battles in this one or no, no that
2: was a late that was later. was later yep okay. uh in this uh generation though we got double battles yep and uh what's really interesting is like I, I feel like a lot of the other pokemon games that have come out in more recent years they've tried like triple battles and like rotation battles yeah, the rota- and like roulette ones or yeah dumb. i and i'm not a big fan myself but here's the thing is the the community like the
0: competitive battling community sticks it out with basically double battles yeah it's great in the pokemon championships they'll make teams of uh four i think it's four is it four or five well, it might be even be six, but it's it's an even number. I'm sure it, you have a team of six, but I think you choose four. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's double battles. So you're you're playing against another person. So like, there's like swapping in and out character or Pokemon mm-hmm. to just throw their abilities out there. Like, there's like all sorts of weird stuff going on. But yeah, because of this game, the main or the, I would say the standard of Pokemon competition is double battles. Yeah, it's it is interesting
2: and and. You know, I feel like there's a ton of strategy. Like, there's a bunch of strategy in Pokemon anyway. Uh, and we can chat a little bit about the the kind of, a, you know, gameplay side of things here. Uh, but, but yeah, th- when it came to double battles, it really expanded the horizons yeah. of, like, what you could do. Uh, but, yeah, let's chat about the, the gameplay. Yeah. For, for any of our, our listeners who aren't big on Pokemon, I, which, I mean, let's face it, so many people know Pokemon and
0: very well. But you never know. It's the third, ga- third generation. Like, at this point, you should be familiar with Pokemon at least if you had, if you had walked into this generation you will have at least had no knowledge of some sort of game before it because it was oh, sure. the third one
2: and i mean it's a and, and at this point you know when this came out in 2003 i and i'll get a little bit more into the history side of the the game too but i uh, i mean like it was
0: super popular so um, many people knew it <laughs> this game became the best selling game On the Game Boy Advance. I'm not surprised in the least. I mean, not only is it a a
2: really, really phenomenal game, uh, but I mean, Pokemon was huge and it did not abate. Like it kept going. The train kept rolling. To this day, Pokemon still tramples over so many things. And it's
0: the Game Boy Advance era. So it's the era of link cabling. Of mm-hmm. trading, battling through your different systems, yep. the connection to the N64 and GameCube. Well, no um, connection to N64 for the Game Boy Advance. Well, I mean, what you had with the original. Game, oh, what I, mean. I so see like, you so like yeah, that yeah. started it, but then because you had your Game Boy Advance, which you could plug your Game Boy Advance into your GameCube yep. and use it as a controller. Like there was so much cross-platform playing mm-hmm. with this game. It doesn't. It, it, it doesn't surprise me that it's the one of the most popular Pokemon games out there. Um, mm-hmm. So this game, it starts off with your character, like you said, a female or male, right? Do we want to go into the plot at all? Oh, or the no? game, the gameplay. Oh, okay, go for it, sorry.
2: Well, I mean, like, I, I feel like the easiest way to describe the Pokemon gameplay is rock, scissor, paper.
0: Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, that's basically
2: it, right? Rock, <laughs> paper, it's- scissors with, with uh, cool capes.
0: Yeah, kinda. It's
1: it's
2: different elemental and yeah. it, like different elements, different abilities and stuff. And you and you basically wander around and you know like collect your Pokemon. You get six in a team, but you can have as many as you want, basically in the what is it, the Pokemon Bank or whatever it is, the, it's, the PC. It's the PC,
0: but yeah. it's always named someone else's name. Always oh, it's always weird.
2: Yeah, that's a really bizarre. I think it's like Lynette's PC
0: in this game. Oh, maybe
2: it is. Honestly, I think in this in, in when I played through Pokemon Ruby, I don't know that I ever met. The character who who like you know you find out like is the one in charge of the Pokemon PC system Uh on the island. So I think until the like until the end of the game, it was like someone's PC. Oh really? Yeah, I never really. Yeah, I I think you can, and maybe I'm crazy, uh, but I think that you can skip out on
0: see like meeting that person. Oh well, I'll I'll let you know. Let me just uh, boot up my uh, my Pokemon game. What do you what do you got there? Game Boy? Is that a Game Boy Advance? It's a Game Boy Advance (sighs) SP. You know, two thousand three I uh grass (laughs) Hear that? Hear that everybody? (laughs) Oh skip that scene. I'll turn the music down. Uh so
2: so chops. I I before we delve into the, the plot of the game, uh, while you're you're taking a peek there, uh, what was your first experience with the game? Did you buy it, like, day one? Did you get it for, like, Christmas or birthday? It was
0: pretty much day one. I, I, no, same with me. I, I This came out in March, so what would be around then? Easter would be the closest thing to that. So mm-hmm. I think I maybe got it either right away or for Easter. Okay. Um, And, oh wait, 2003, would I have gotten it for Easter? I would have been, like... I would have been 15. Maybe. I was going to say, I was around 18. Uh, in fact, yes, I was 18 years old. Yeah, I was a little, I was still in my teens and in high school. So maybe I got it and then from from the Easter Bunny, um, <laughs> aka my parents. Um, and yes, it is Spoilers, called Lynette's PC. Oh, As it a, is Lynette's. Oh, nice, PC. nice. Um, but yeah, no, I think I, I got this around that time. And. I put a ton of hours into this. A ton of hours into this.
2: I was having my senior year of high school. Yeah. And I decided to have a blow off year. I like completed all my
0: prerequisites. You have a blow off of something? Nah, I don't believe that.
2: So yeah, my senior year of (laughs) high school chops, I was it was like I had completed everything I needed to do for high school. So at that point, I had like it like all the like my my counselor was like, "You should really take some advanced classes." I feel like it'll really help you. And I was like, "Suggestion noted." And then I turned around and took like independent reading, and I took like internships, and I took all this stuff like website like like a class where you make websites and stuff like that. Like all this stuff that I like was just. Worthless, basically. Yeah,
0: blow off class. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And so, and I don't know that kids can even do that, the, like, anymore. Uh, I think they choose their classes in high school still. Okay, I, I wasn't sure if like maybe like they were a little bit more guided I know, maybe, and on rails. It, maybe I'm times not have sure. changed
0: and it's now more who knows?
2: Just quite it. a while ago at this point,
0: <laughs> it's more of a Soviet kind of rule now. And you're just told <laughs> what to do. So,
2: so I like when I was uh, uh, in high school though. I, like, you know, none of my classes I had to pay attention in. Like, I, I just slacked off all the time. And I still got, like, straight A's right. and stuff. So I just sat there all day at school playing Pokemon and
0: got away with it. It was great. Did you have a good, like, good grades at the end of that year? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well,
2: they were elective and blow-off classes. Yeah, I mean, funny. you know, it was, like, independent reading. So long as, like, three or four times in the school year I was like, hey, I read this book. You should check it out. <laughs> I got an A, pretty much. Oh, all right, all right.
0: <laughs> it was easy. Love easy street. You. I mean, I played a lot of this in high school, too, but I think the majority I just played at home, just mm-hmm. in car rides, you know, whenever I could. I think on, on like band trips, when we would go to different competitions oh. on the bus, I would play this a lot. Um yeah, I played, I have like, I'm on my game right now, it's like 243 hours, Whoa. and I think it's like my second playthrough of it. That's great. Um, what's funny is, though, that when I opened up the game and I looked at it, I'm like, oh, what Pokemon do I have? And it's like, Pidgey, Pidgey, Rattata, 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 Rattata Pidgey, Pidgey. I'm like, what is it? Oh, I caught a bunch of small Pokemon in like one of my other games. And traded, and them, traded over them all over? back when you had to trade them like Manually. one by one oh my god so, so you don't even have your, your like your, your ultimate no team, ultimate oh. team in there. i have a few pokemon in here like not even i mean but they're not even like worth it like let me see i'll i'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now a level couple, seven pidgey uh i got a i got a door uh dodrio uh Ooh. i like uh, dodrio i mean honestly that might be the best poke a sharpedo a sharpedo is pretty cool um I know there's like a better one in here. Oh I got an Alakazam. Oh no, it's a kid Kadabra. Level nineteen.
2: Uh don't worry, Chops. Uh, I'll trade champ. I'll trade you uh uh for my haunter and we'll we'll get a Gengar and a uh, Alakazam out of it. Ooh, nice. I'm I'm, I'm down for that. <laughs> <laughs> so so Chops, you wanted to uh, uh chat a bit about the uh uh like the game like the game itself,
0: the story. Yeah, just a little bit. So it's it's like any Pokemon game. Yeah, pretty Your much. character starts in a town and you learn from the professor what Pokemon are about. This one's a little different though. So this one, you uh arrive into town and you had just moved there. Yeah, you're uh so you're a newbie there. Yeah. Your dad
2: got a job or I think your dad got a job already and has been He's one been of there the for gym bit. leaders and like you move in because you, you know, wanted to move closer to where your dad works.
0: I have a question for you. Uh-huh. Can you name another Pokemon game where there are the characters two parents in it? I don't think I can. It's cause, cause there isn't. This is the only Pokemon <laughs> only game where the main character's parents are both in it. I really enjoyed that about this yeah. game because like early on, like
2: in the, the very first scene, uh uh they're in uh I think they're like doing an interview on TV. For the gym where your dad works, and your mom's like, "Oh, like son, like your son or daughter, yeah. whatever you choose," they're like, come, "Come, come see." And then it's like, and that's it for this interview. And your mom's like, "Ah, oh, you know, that's a you shame." You missed it. Yeah, and then like, and so like, you you go through these gyms, and you eventually get to Norman. Norman at Pedalburg Gym. Pedalburg, that's right. And he has, I would say, probably one of the tougher teams to fight in the game.
0: I don't remember what he. He has a Vigoroth.
2: I uh, I think two Vigoroth and a Slacking. Well, Pedalburg, yeah, he's a normal
0: he's a normal gym,
2: so which also is, is really cool to me. The fact that <laughs> yeah. it's a normal type gym because you think like, oh, this is gonna be a cakewalk, and then Slacking comes out this oh, giant
0: man. gorilla sloth thing. I mean, Vigoroth was the harder one for me, really, because he was faster. He was pretty quick, yeah. And so, like, to try to get those hits off before he just wrecked you. Well,
2: Slacking is
0: has, slow. Well, yeah, he he has a. a his ability
2: is called Truant. Yeah. where he only acts every other turn. Yep. Which in like when you're using it it's incredibly frustrating. But somehow when you're fighting him he just wrecks. You. Just totally destroys you, and like on the like every other turn you're like using healing items, and you're like, oh my god, no, I don't want to lose to my dad. I gotta prove that I'm so good, and I'm allowed to be on this journey. And then Slaking just slaps you in the face again, and you go flying across the room.
0: Yeah, he's kind of a jerk.
2: Yeah, I I, I do really like Slaking though.
0: Um, so you you arrive in the town in the moving van, like it starts <laughs> yeah. you in the moving van, which is really funny. Uh, and then you meet Professor Birch, who's a friend of your father's, and then he shows you the new Pokemon. Star Starters to the game: Trico, Mudkip, and Torchic. And Ooh, chops.
2: We have another question that just popped up. Oh, well, really? What's your favorite starter of those three?
0: Mine was Torchic. Trico. Really? Yeah, I I always go with the lizardy looking ones every game. Trico is okay for me. He he, he has one of the coolest final evolutions. He looks skeptile. really cool. Sceptile.
2: Yeah, uh, I, skeptile. Yeah. Skeptile? I thought I, don't know. I
0: thought it was Skeptile because it's I C. I don't know. Scept.
2: Scept. Whatever that whatever. thing.
0: Um. But I really love, and in this game, I can't remember if they did it previously. This is like the first of the weird dual types, right? Groundwater as Mudkip.
2: Uh, I mean, you had, of course, dual types before, yeah, but, I but mean, like, you definitely get some more eccentric ones in this game. Like, yeah, like you're where right, it's like, weak uh, against groundwater. itself. Groundwater. Uh, yeah. Well, no, because Groundwater was also, uh, uh, what was it, Whooper and Quagsire? Oh, uh, was that the previous gen? in the previous gen? Yeah. Okay. so so that I mean, yeah, so I guess it's it's not too outlandish or anything. I mean, yeah. it had been done before, I guess. but but I mean, for a starter, yeah, like you you have your water starter that's immune to electricity, yeah. That's, That's pretty sweet. Honestly, the the Mudkip line might be the best in that game. Yeah, objectively, like the I best. Because like, you get
0: the best of both worlds for attacks. You have your water based like Surf or Hydro Pump mm-hmm. or or whatever ones you want to choose. But then you get like Earthquake. Yeah. Or Rock Slide. Like you get those ground based ones which wreck people. Oh, regardless absolutely. Of types other well, than Flying and, and Ghost.
2: I mean, and and competitively, I, uh, uh, uh what's it called? Uh, uh, March Tom is the final yeah, March evolution. Tom. March Tom, I, uh, I mean it. Like, I, I had a buddy. Uh, my buddy Tank. I uh, used one for a lot, like a lot of like our competitive battling when we would play, mm-hmm. and he had a curse set on it. And curse when you use it for yep. ghosts like hurts yourself and it like does damage to the enemy blah blah blah. But for every other Pokemon type, it. It lowers your speed by a bunch, but it raises your attack and defense. Yep. And this thing, he would beat this thing up, and it would just
0: wreck everything. I hated fighting this thing so bad. Yeah, it's it's a pretty powerful starter of the starters. Like power ratings, it was. It's probably up there with like Charizard, Blastoise. I would um, say even on beyond those two. I'm trying to think of other big power hitters.
2: I mean, Char- yeah, Charizard had a lot of attack power. I, uh, I mean, and, you know, you'll eventually get starters that I think are, are you know, have a a, 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 you know, stronger edge. But so much of the game, when it comes to competitive battling too, is so dependent on what you're doing with it, what move sets, how you're building it, right? Because in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire, we have the introduction to uh, what would become the standardization for EVs and yeah, IVs in the yeah. game. Yeah,
0: do you want me to get into that? Absolutely. So Eevee and IV systems they were refined in Ruby and Sapphire. So EVs are evolution values, effort values. Effort values. IVs are individual values. Individual values. So the maximum of an IV stat. Uh, could be boosted from 15 to 31. And that's an individual value of that move, right? Uh it's an individ
2: individual value of that stat and it's set in stone when the pokemon is, is created born. or born, yes. yes. And, it, and so like you can and where it gets tricky is that in, in in this generation I had no clue about this stuff. I didn't learn this stuff until like Diamond. Right. But like basically what you can do is you can get up like let's say you have a a Torchic. Yep. And they have super high attack for their individual uh value, their IV, but they have really low speed, but you want speed and attack. So what you have to do is you have to like breed that Pokemon with like like you know, at the daycare center with another Pokemon that has like high speed EVs. Hope yep. that you get a torchic with the high attack, high, and high speed, speed. Yep. and that's just for two
0: stats. Right. If you want a perfect IV Pokemon, it is so much work in these old generations. And 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 in this generation, they remove the fact that gender played a part into it. So you could have a female and a male with the same chance to get those attack powers. Because previously, it, it you could have a female Pokemon, but it wouldn't have be able to get like a high attack one. It yeah, it's really which is weird. weird to me. Yeah, really I mean, it's weird. A little sexist. Uh, yeah, it definitely is. You're not EV wrong. The EV system was altered from the previous games, and how uh, it, it's now giving Pokemon one, two, or three effort points in one or more of the six stats after they defeat uh, or uh, win a battle. Yeah, so in previous
2: generations,
0: when you fought with your Pokemon,
2: there, certain stats would just increase, right? and all the effort values were just raised, like like if you had a Pokemon that was raised to 100, 1 to 100 with rare candies, compared to one you battled through, the one you battled through is going to have higher stats because those uh, stats are just unlocked from fighting battles and right. stuff, you know, no big deal. And they're all set in stone, so you can't really do anything about them, but in this game... Depending on what you fight, it gives you different stat bonuses. And it's what, 255? So 255
0: per stat, but 510 overall.
2: That's right. 510 overall, 255 per stat. So what you can do is essentially what I would do when I uh, uh, do uh, EV training, at least in like older games, I would boost up attack or special attack and then their speed. Yep. Because all, almost all of my Pokemon teams are all pure, just like strikers. Yeah, just, uh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh, yeah.
0: Blitzkriegs. Mm-hmm. Blitz, exactly. Blitz, Blitz, Blitzkriegs. Blitzkriegs, exactly. And then you can go to a girl in Slateport City if you have a maxed out. EV value of a Pokemon, she'll give you an effort ribbon. Um, which, ribbons are another new addition to this this game as well. Yeah, and the, the and it sounds silly to be like, oh,
2: here's a, a ribbon, but that ribbon is proof that they've maxed out all their EVs, Right, so you know, know that you don't need Because yeah. you have no other way of knowing unless there's you like count a, it.
0: Yeah, you count it, or there's like, you can go to somebody, and you're like, oh, your Pokemon has uh, interest or special, it seems special in this category. Oh, something like, uh, like that. There's something like that they'll tell you, but I don't think it's for EVs. I think that's for... Oh, no, I think it is maybe for Eevees. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can't remember if it's in this game or not. But there's a ton of new features in this game. so, yeah, so the ribbons and stuff. stuff. Yeah. I was gonna say I, I, you know, I did not do
2: the beauty contest stuff. The like, you know, all that contest stuff. I looked at it and I was like,
0: you did the least amount and then just moved on, right? Oh, I did nothing.
2: Well, I, some of it you had to use to progress
0: a story, didn't you? No. Oh. Okay.
2: Everything is above and like it's all extra. It may be in in I uh, gold and uh, silver. I'm thinking of. I was gonna say the the remix version, emerald. Oh it maybe. might be an emerald where maybe. it's needed. But like yeah, I looked at it and I was like and I looked at like my my Dusclops, this like spooky yeah. mummy ghost monster, and I was like, Hey Dusclops, you think you're gonna you think you're gonna win a beauty contest? And Dusclops was like yeah. Dust Dusclops. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I didn't think so, and then we moved on. Yeah,
0: I didn't, I didn't really do that stuff.
2: I I, I appreciate that it's in the game, I, cause like, and I don't know a lot about it, so so this is just me just totally winging it here. But like, certain moves have different like abilities where they're like cool, yeah, or different they're pretty. yeah, 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 different styles you can go for and stuff, and like you can build your your Pokemon around that. And I love that it's in the game to give people who are into that that kind of option. However. I like giant scary monsters battling to the death, and so I skipped it.
0: That's fair. Um, so, other new features in this game, I'm going to go over some some little ones first, and then I'll get into the, the, save save the big ones for mm-hmm. last. Sure. Um, so for this one, um, it had an expanded Pokemon storage system, so you had like way more boxes that you mm-hmm. can use, and you can organize them a lot differently. Um, they had new weather types, so hail. Was now added as a weather type into the game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh that's when when it hails, you take ice damage unless, unless you're a nice an ice Pokemon. Unless you're a nice type Pokemon. Um and then abilities took place in this one. This is where Pokemon really started
2: to just rocket out yes. when it came to competitive battling, because all these Pokemon had their
0: own abilities. Right. So like previously you couldn't in original Pokemon games, if you're a flying Pokemon, you didn't get hurt by ground attacks, but that was just like innate. Like Mm -hmm. that's just what it is in this game. It's like an ability of that Pokemon to be immune to ground attacks. Well, flying is still immune to ground attacks. Well, I, mean, However, I, mean, I meant, meant for like non-flying ones. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like like um, Gengar has like levitate, uh-huh. in and this that would prevent him from being immune or allow him to be immune to ground attacks.
2: Weezing as well. Yeah. Weezing became uh, a lot more beneficial to use in this game because uh, poison type Pokemon are are you know they're they're weak to uh, uh, ground attacks. Yeah, but you have. Weezing who has He's levitate, like floating, and so there yeah. goes a weakness of his.
0: Yeah, it was like they took the the actual Representation of the Pokemon and figured out. Well, this Pokemon f- levitates. Like, it yeah, this one's ground. scary. He's intimidating. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, like they actually put. It was like they put characterization to the Pokemon, mm-hmm. but made them abilities, which is great. Oh yeah,
2: and like you know, they they did so many really cool things. Like, if you have uh, a Pokemon with flame body, yeah, uh, they they you know are going to give burns to the enemy when they're hit. Like, there's like a thirty percent chance. Like, if you hit them with a physical attack, uh, that they're going to get a burn. But if you have the Pokemon with flame body and they're with uh, Pokemon
0: eggs, they're going to hatch faster. Yeah, because of the fact that like they're warm. they have yeah, they're warm and like you know, it's all it's these really so, cool things. It's so subtle of a uh-huh. thing, but it, it, it makes there's so much more depth to this game. Like there's even like moves that like uh, like it, it causes sunshine to come out and you heal. Or your power is increased yeah. based off of sunlight being
2: there. And there's also Pokemon that have the reverse where like you know it rains and they get health back right. and like you know there's
0: there's so many really cool things with abilities and like we I, I feel like we could spend a ton of time oh, yeah, talking about them. But there's also new Pokeballs introduced into this game. Mm-hmm. Um, things that are like you know like uh, dive balls or luxury balls even like the net ones I think was another one. Yeah
2: like they have different perks like if you use a, I think it's a net ball you have an easier time catching bug Pokemon. Yep. If it's the dive ball you know, if, if the Pokemon's like underwater or maybe just in water in general, you could have an easier time catching them, things like that.
0: And then one of the other weird things, and, and like I didn't really get too deep into it until like later on, mm-hmm. was nature's. Oh, yeah. They introduced natures into this. Um, and basically, it's kind of like a Pokemon's personality, I would say. Kind of how they, in the game, they would be acting on their stats. Yeah, so there'll be things like haughty and jolly
2: and, like, modest. Mischief, I think. Yeah, mischievous, mischievous or something, or something like Yeah, that. things
0: like that. Yeah, and it, and it would... Um, Change the stats. Mm-hmm. Based it raises on their nature.
2: one stat and lowers another, or uh, it balances out. It raises and lowers the same stat, making it even out. Right. So, for example, the most important nature is an adamant one because it's attack and speed. It, lo- it increases attack, and it lowers special attack. Oh, okay. So for all of my powerhouse-hitting Pokemon, you go animate nature, you raise up their attack as high as it'll go, and then you also put EVs in speed.
0: I just don't know, was it limited to the Pokemon? Like, uh, could mm-hmm. any Pokemon be any nature? I couldn't remember. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, That it, yeah. any Pokemon could be any nature, although, although it does only ever raise one stat, lower one stat, or right. evens out. Uh, so it doesn't go, like, I mean, you can't be like, oh, well, I I need a, na- you know, natures. For raising attack and speed, lowering these two because I don't need these stats. All right, boom, we're done. Yeah. You know, you you do, you know, you only get you know one uh, choice of one, you know, one for one. I, uh, but uh Chops, I did want to chat a little bit about uh the, the history side of the game, the okay. creator. Uh well maybe not the creator so much as like the the one of the directors, Junichi Mas- uh, Masuda. Okay. Uh Junichi Masuda. I faced a ton of stress in making this game. I uh, because a lot of people were saying that Pokemon was only a fad and it was going to end. And like he he was seeing like in stores Pokemon toys were like going away and Star Wars toys were like coming in and so he was getting like all these like like he had like health issues oh, due to stress no. and stuff while he was making this. Uh and I I Masuda I Uh, For the record, too, based the Hoenn region, uh, this island uh, that you're on in uh, Pokemon, uh, on the Japanese region of uh, Kyushu, uh, which is uh, the I think it's the southernmost... not the southernmost island, but the southernmost largest like uh, a uh, landmass. Not quite a peninsula. It is an island.
3: Okay.
2: Uh, good guess though. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, uh, he based it on that because that's where his grandparents lived, and he uh, had a lot of memories vacationing there as a child, and like going out and catching bugs and fishing, and so that's why there's uh, uh, a little bit more emphasis on like water. Because this is an island and the fact that like, you know, fishing was like a big thing for him when uh, he was a kid. Uh, And I have a question for you, Chops. Do you remember in the city of uh, 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 I think it's Pseudopolis? Uh, Pseudopolis? Pseudopolis City. City. Yeah, it'd be Pseudopolis. Pseudopolis Pseudopolis City. uh, There's a character named Kiri. A little Kiri, NPC, a little okay. girl, and what's interesting is unlike every other NPC in almost every Pokemon game, she introduces herself. Right, she says that her name is Kiri. Uh She gives you two berries every day, uh, and she talks uh, about how her parents named her so that she would grow up healthy and warm-hearted. Uh, also interesting is the fact that you know most all names get at least early on in Pokemon series, like back in you know these days, the names would be translated from Japanese to some English name, you know, so that's why you have all these like Joey's and Timmy's and Samantha's in all these early Pokemon games when it was made in Japan. But Kiri's name stayed the same. The reason for that is Kiri is the name of Masuda's daughter. Uh, He, she was born at the end of the production of this game and her name, if I'm not mistaken, uh, is like her, the characters for her name, Kiri, uh, combined to make, you know, healthy and warm-hearted. And so, I uh, uh, even though it was crunch time and they were testing the game and, like, they were down to the wire, uh, Junichi Masuda went ahead and put his daughter into the game in, That's cool. in order to make sure that uh, uh, he kind of celebrated the fact she was born while the game was That's being That's cool. Isn't it? I really like that. I also, uh, Chops, there was something else I wanted to chat with you about. Now, uh, our buddy Glitch... Isn't on this episode today, but I do. Yeah, have he's a not g- deal with it. <clears throat> but I did want to chat about a glitch with you. Okay, it is the berry glitch. Yes, and I is, know this one. Yeah, it
0: is so confusing. Right, it's very. <laughs> it doesn't. It seems like a lot of effort for. I don't know if it's a whole lot of reward. So the
2: berry glitch was. Uh, the game contains a real time clock. right? Yep. And it keeps track of the year, month, day, hour, minute, and second. Uh, and oh, and day of the week. Uh, now, when the the real time clock first is turned on, the date is set to January first, two thousand. Now, because the game has no uh, need for an actual like calendar system, you know, it just converts the the clock's you know year, month, and day data into a single day number. All right. And the conversion uh, has a little bit of a flaw, though. Uh, it will only count years. Uh, after adding 365 or 366 days for each year, you know, starting from 2001. So the clock reports the year as uh, of 2000. uh, Let's see, uh, reporting the year as 2000 or 2001. In both cases, the conversion equates this to add zero days to the day number. What that all basically means is that the first 366 days of the calendar, I, will like you know it basically like what it all boils down to is that if you plant a berry on that last day of the year and you put it in the game like resets that clock and it doesn't realize that like you like cuz it basically needs 10 days so the clock looks at it and goes well this isn't 10 days and you have to wait a full year to go through and then the game's like ah here we go day number 2 So, a ton of people apparently had an issue with this, and this is the, uh, I believe, the very first Nintendo game where they had patches. Yeah. Where they had, uh, if you, I think it was like if you uh, went to certain kiosks in certain stores you can get it fixed, Uh, you could, uh, uh, when you... I think if you bought Pokemon Fire Red or Leaf Green the fix was in those games games, and you could hook them up like with link cables and like transfer the like you know Uh, uh, the fix yeah the fix and that's so weird to me that like Nintendo themselves like had this error and like unlike every other error before where they're just like deal with it Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire were a big enough deal that they didn't want people to to be unhappy
0: with this game. And so they made sure to get it fixed. Yeah. I mean, good on them for doing that because it would Absolutely. be very frustrating. But then you just, I think you just, just played a new berry the next day. Well, no, because it gets stuck. No, playing a new one somewhere else. Oh, I mean like yeah, you can, right, yeah, but then yeah. that plot of, of oh, dirt no, is taken, it's, it's for taken for a year. For, yeah, you know. For and if, a year.
2: Oh yeah. And if you reset all of your berries, like because I typically when I play Pokemon, I just do everything all at once. So like if if I had to oh, do so,
0: all those would be taken
2: <laughs> for a full year, yeah. you'd have nothing. You'd have Kiri to to
0: to rely on, getting two berries a Thanks, day.
2: Thanks, Kiri. That's that's the only person who'd be helping
0: you out, I think. So um real quick, I yeah. just wanted to um Go over a quick piece of trivia on the game. Oh yeah. And then tell you about my first uh Hall of Fame entry uh-huh. in my Pokemon game to tell you who I who I beat the game with. I okay, prefer. yeah, yeah, yeah. But a couple things um in this game is that uh this is the first game I'm sorry. These are the only games that have version exclusive villain teams. Uh huh. Which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, there was a promotional coin that you would get when you pre-ordered this in America. That either had um, that had Groudon and, and Kyogre on either side. Which I thought was pretty cool, because with Pokemon, like in the card game, you had like those coins that you would use to flip for heads uh-huh. and tails when you played games. But I think I had that coin.
2: You do? I, I don't think I have it anymore. I think oh. it's long lost now. But I, I got it, I think,
0: because I'm pretty sure I pre-ordered it. Oh, okay. Um and those were the really really cool other trivia pieces that I had, I think. Um, but let me let me open up my game. Yeah, here. take a look at your and your you can hall tell, of fame. Me, tell me about the, your favorite Pokemon from this generation.
2: Yeah, so uh, when it comes to uh, uh, my favorite Pokemon from this generation, I I enjoyed uh, Trico, so I went with uh, Septile. I really liked Aggron, the big rock steel type. I uh, I loved uh, Salamence and Metagross. I uh, but my I. Uh, Uh, original starting team, like my my first real team when I went through the game uh, was, I believe, Sceptile. Uh, I had a Mag Cargo the oh, the fire okay. rock type which is a terrible pokemon it is it like it looks kind of cool but it's so slow and water just destroys oh, it and it's ground destroys ground. it yeah. yeah fire rock or fire rock yeah. which is worse oh god uh and so like i had Magcargo. cargo i had dust clops i had no idea how to really build a team back then my aggron is my was my water type it had surf you can teach Surf to Agron. It's a so, like Rock Pokemon. <laughs> but I thought it was so funny that it's the surfing Agron. Oh my god! Yeah, and the other uh, some of the other Pokemon I had, because uh, uh, I think I had a team of five good Pokemon, and then I had a six which was like you know used for HMs or yeah. whatever. Uh, I also really enjoyed Zangoose and Saviper. There is something really charming to me, aside from the fact that it's based on cobras and mongoose, you know. I, I just I love that dynamic. I loved the fact that they were both stuck on the same team, even though they were Pokemon that hated each other. Oh, and so like anytime I had a chance to do double battles with Zongoose and Saviper, I totally just totally went with it. You're you're adorable. I yeah, I loved it. I thought that was great. So so what was your final team?
0: So my final team in the first put pl- yeah, beating the first of the game was Blaziken. Okay. level 45. Uh-huh. My other, my, my favorite Pokemon in this gen, Glalie, who oh, was the ice ghost Pokemon. Uh oh, what? Wait, was Glalie, or was was that just ice? I think. Form? was it just? I'm. Um, maybe I'm getting it mixed up with.
2: There is a ghost, a,
0: uh, an ice ghost Pokemon, but I don't think that popped in until the I'll, next game. I'll double check. Uh, so yeah, Glalie was mine. He, he's like ice, ice skull with yeah. horns. Yeah. Oh yeah, it looks um, cool. Uh, I had a Swellow. A swallow. Yep. Okay, I had a Groudon. Obviously. Oh, you, uh, you legendary yep. user, Alakazam. Wow, Alakazam. And you ready for this one? Huh. An Electrode. And an Electrode. An Electrode. You had a lot of. Uh, well, maybe not a lot, but you had a fair amount of Gen One. I did. Yeah. So other entries into this game. Any other noteworthy I ones? I have nine Hall of Fame entries Okay. In here. Um, another one that I had, had Salamence, Skeptile, Blaziken, Gardevoir, Flygon, and Alakazam. Now, that's a pretty legit team. Um, I'm trying to see if there's much of a difference in these. Uh, one of them had Rhydon. A few of them had Rhydon. Rhydon, the, uh, really? Uh, oh, here's an interesting one. Groudon, Blaziken, uh-huh. Raichu, Salamence, Alakazam, and Glalie. <laughs> I had one that had Reggie Ice and Matang in it. <laughs> That's weird. I had one that had Wailord and Matang in it. Or Wailmer. Not even Wailord. But yeah, let me look up and see, um, for Glalie, what the... Uh, I believe it's just a straight ice type. because I don't have that Pokemon in here anymore. I have to look at the stupid Pokemon. <laughs> um, but how many... So in, in this game, um, uh. I'm trying to find... So they sold... In the first fiscal year of the release, it sold 6.6 million copies. Wow. Over, as of, as of March 31st, 2013... Sixteen million copies it has sold. Is that crazy? It it, it is, and
2: and well, I mean, it's crazy because that is a large number, of course. But it's honestly like, I mean, this is a really, really good Pokemon game. Oh yeah. And I mean, it was the 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 next gen. It was a new system. I mean, because you know, Pokemon Gold and Silver. You know, yeah, you could play it on Game Boy Color, but you they designed that game purposely so that you didn't have to, so they wouldn't alienate fans who did not buy a Game Boy Color, right? I never played, uh, I never owned a Game Boy Boy Color when I was a kid. I jumped from regular Game Boy over to the Game Boy Advance, and... I mean, like the Game Boy Advance was crazy. It was like a mini Super Nintendo in your pocket, basically. It it's, was. It basically is. It's you know. It almost uh, almost entirely is. It's it's basically a Super Nintendo on the go. And so it blew my mind. And so we had this Pokemon game and stuff. And yeah, it was it was great.
0: It doesn't tell me its type in the Pokédex entry. Uh, I I can uh, take a look but, here. But guess what it says it is? Huh? Glalie. The face Pokemon. <laughs> 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 it's a face Pokemon. The
2: face Pokemon. It is an ice type, straight I, ice type. Straight ice type. Okay. Uh, there is a uh 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 involved with the Glalie line, like the the one before it, Snow Run, I think. Snorunt. Uh, Snow Rut. Uh, uh, turns into Frostlass. Frostlass. In the next game. That's the ice. That's the ice. Ghost but that's what I like.
0: Yeah, that's the other one I like. But yeah. um... My other mm-hmm. favorite entries are Metagross. Metagross Salamence. is so cool, yeah. elements. Um, Waylord, I, I fucking love. Waylord is, is so great. Uh,
2: that yeah, Waylord is is phenomenal. Yeah. He's
0: he's so goofy and big. He's, he's just, a just a big whale. He's just a big whale <laughs> balloon big whale, basically. Whale, yeah. Uh, oh man, uh, this game is uh, awesome. I love this game. Yeah. Let's. I tell you what, Chops. Let's go ahead and
2: hear a word from our sponsor, and then we can chat about the music a bit. Okay. All right, so the music in Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire was composed by uh, a team of three people. One of them is going to sound pretty familiar. Uh, Go Ichinose, uh, Morikazu uh, Aoki, and Jinichi Masuda. That name sounds familiar. He's the director of Pokemon. He also does music in the games.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
2: uh, so Goichinose uh, has worked on the Pokemon series uh, for quite a while, uh, including Diamond and Pearl, Black and White, Sun and Moon. He also did the music for Drill Dozer, uh, which is a Game Boy Drill Advance Dozer? game. I don't yeah. know that one. It's a really interesting, uh, 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 like platformer uh, oh, game, okay, uh, for the Game Boy Advance.
3: Interesting.
2: Uh, Morikazu Aoki uh, has worked on the Pokemon animated series and specials, uh, as well as Pokemon Gold and Silver. Uh, and Jun- uh, Junichi Masuda has worked on music for all the mainline Pokemon games, as well as Pulseman, Mario and Wario, and Yoshi. Oh. oh uncredited uh, Yoshi uh, 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 for the music there. Uh, that old puzzle game on Nintendo. Yeah.
0: I like that game a lot.
2: Yeah. It's it's pretty great. It's addicting. I. Uh, Okay, so uh, we have a uh, a series of uh, songs that we want to uh, play here. So uh, the first song I've uh, uh, chosen here is uh, the, uh, I believe it, the first town, which is... Little Root? Uh, Little Root. Root, uh, Yep, Little Root uh, Town. Uh, It is so peaceful and so charming. We're going to go ahead and uh, give this a listen. like that is perfect starting town music
0: yeah it's not like ominous it's it's very welcoming and it's not annoying mm-hmm. like it's not real repetitive yeah
2: absolutely uh so uh chops you chose a uh, town theme as well as one of the uh, songs you wanted to listen to right i did evergrande city evergrande city let's go ahead and give this guy a listen It's
0: such a it's like the quintessential
2: let's go on an adventure song. It really is. I, I really enjoy that
0: song. Uh Craig, you want to go on an adventure later? Indeed, I do, Chops. Do, do,
3: do, 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 do.
2: <laughs> now, Chops, uh, you also chose uh another theme here. This is uh the abandoned ship. Yeah, this is completely opposite.
0: <laughs> this is gonna be great.
2: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, let's give this one a listen too. It's it's certainly not the same as the town themes, but there is a certain kind of charm to it, and I think it's that like that like sound font that they're using for this game, which is like that like very horn heavy.
0: Yeah, it is a very midi horn section, like like Uh a real deep or like minor tones, very trumpet or like a baritone sounding. It it Mm -hmm. just yeah, it, it has a certain like appeal to it, even though it seems spooky, it. Still doesn't. It doesn't seem like bad, like or like like deadly. It just seems ominous to me. If that makes sense.
2: No, no, no. I I totally agree with you. I, I to me, and we have one more song here, of course. But I just want to mention the Pokemon Ruby soundtrack reminds me as if like as if the Pokemon games were like a band. And they went through different, like, like okay. you know, like, different, like, phases. This would be their Ska phase. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> this is, like, the Ska of Pokemon to me. And I, I really, really enjoy this soundtrack. But we have one more song. It's one of the battle themes. This is the battle with Champion
0: Steven, who's been helping you out through... Uh, I love that he, the champion's name is Steven. Steven. Uh, in uh, Japan, I his name if, is Daigo. I wonder if it's the same Steven that runs around... Games on media all the time. I don't think it is. You don't think so? I hope not. I hope he doesn't show up now that we've said his name aloud, like Beetlejuice. <laughs> Please don't say Steven's name. Uh oh. No. One more time after this. Uh oh. Okay. Or was let's, that three? I, I think that might have been three.
2: Well, let's listen to this song and yeah. hope he doesn't <laughs> break in the door. exciting the music is
0: it's it's so the whole time i'm hearing this i'm thinking of because i had mentioned marching band earlier uh-huh. of like like that would be a really interesting marching band song to perform like translated into actual you know orchestra because oh, sure, sure, sure. uh, like part of marching band is the mix of music and marching mm-hmm. i just thinking of these like chaotic movements of like trumpet section and just uh-huh. like stopping and then the continuing <laughs> moving like it's it, the the song puts you like on edge yeah. the whole time but it, it it never comes off as like annoying or uncomfortable but it has like a lull there for a second uh-huh. but then the whole time it's a like that fast beat is going uh-huh. it's just it's such a a, a perfect mix of of what am I trying to say? It's a perfect mix of having you feel like you're on the edge of your seat the whole time, yet at the same time you're never going to lose control. Yeah. Um. It, it, it just it amps you up to me. It, mm-hmm. It's a, it's a perfect champions battle. Music. Oh
2: yeah, I really. This is one of my favorite uh, champion battle uh, themes. I like the very first one for Pokemon Red and, and Blue. It's iconic. Yeah. It's very iconic, and I do really enjoy it. I uh, but I. Uh, but yeah, this one is is very good. Yeah. I uh I, and it doesn't it doesn't hurt that I uh, I had a really hard time with Champion Steven because my team was so gar- so much garbage. Yeah. My team was so bad. I had so much difficulty beating him. <laughs> I, I just like because he had a ton of like like uh, steel type Pokemon and they almost all had uh, uh Earthquake and almost my entire team was weak to Earthquake. Oh, and so
0: he just like Earthquake, Earthquake and just annihilate uh, my earthquake team. Earthquake or what's that claw move? Meteor Mash. Uh, is that it? The steel type one? Yeah, the steel type. It's like a claw attack. That like raises your attack after yep. you hit Meteor Mash. Yeah,
2: uh, it raises. Uh, I think it raises your attack occasionally if yeah. you hit. Uh and Metagross has it. Yes. Yeah, that
0: move wrecked me <laughs> so much.
2: <laughs> and it's funny because Steel type moves shouldn't wreck you. They don't. They don't. They aren't super effective against a lot of. T- they're not. You had a Glalie though. I did have a Glalie. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. it was. I, I, I did not have any ice-type Pokemon there on that battle. But, uh, and the
0: only thing you can really use is fire against them, so I had to use my Blaziken. Well, I had the Groudon and Blaziken, so those ones helped out a lot. I had Mac Cargo, who was slow and weak oh, to Earthquake. Yeah. yeah, you're an idiot.
2: <laughs> Young
0: Craig is an idiot.
2: Oh. When we eventually cover Pokemon Diamond Chops, you'll learn how we much should, of a genius we I should,
0: am. We should have a contest between the two of us. Uh-huh. I will restart my Ruby game. And you restart yours, and we see who beats the game first. I, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to start I, Pokemon I, Ruby again after I, talking about it so yeah, much. that would be fun. So uh, the only bad thing is that I turned on my game, uh-huh. and the battery internal battery died. So none of <laughs> it, it warned me. It said, oh, oh, no. "Oh, the internal battery has run dry. None of the timed or day-based events will take place." Well, I mean, so at least I'm you like, have the game. Yeah, so I just have to—I have to open it up. I'm and sure the battery—that's all. I well, I was going to say,
2: I'm sure my copy doesn't have an internal I battery. I don't know anymore. Yeah, but
0: but uh, I, I would be interested in trying this. We'll we'll talk off
2: air. Yeah, well, we're going to have to talk off air. So, so, Jobs, what are your final thoughts on Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire?
0: This so this was the game th- after this this generation, I dropped off a, a lot more from Pokemon oh. than I, I had before. Uh, this for me was the peak of my Pokemon gaming. Really? To where I enjoyed this game the most. I had the most fun with yeah. it, and I liked the new features and the combination of the old things mm-hmm. uh, in it the most. A Diamond and Pearl, I think we're after this one, yep. and I really, really enjoyed those because it was on the DS, Yeah, but as far as my peak handheld gaming goes for Pokemon, this was it. So this getting Emerald like I never owned Sapphire. I still don't own it, but it, it was the best for me in my history of playing Pokemon. Nice, nice. I uh, so my final thought is uh,
2: a quick little little story. Is years ago, me and my buddy, the Arcade Phantom, who's on uh, uh, Noiseland Arcade with me. If you don't listen to it, make sure to give it a listen. Uh, But uh, we were uh, driving around. Because, you know, when this game came out, I was like 18. And so we're we're still basically children, but right. like we're a, we're adult children
0: with 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 more responsibilities because you have a license. Mm-hmm.
2: And so we're we're driving around and we're we're talking. We're like, okay, we need to have a, a spot for the the ultimate Pokemon showdown because we're about to battle. We we didn't know each other's teams, and I uh, I we we you know dri- driving around, driving around, trying to figure out what we should do, and I uh, our buddy Tans who we've mentioned on the show before, who's an amazing Smash Brothers player. He was in the process of, like, like his family was selling his old childhood home. And, like, you know, they had, like, moved to, like, another uh, spot in the city or whatever. And, like, we were like, oh, let's go there to battle. So we drive to his house that's for sale, sneak into the ba- the backyard, and we're sitting in his backyard, <laughs> Play Pokemon against each other. And there's just something really weird and adventurous, but also kind of dumb about that. That always, like, I always think of that when I think of Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire. And it makes me so happy.
0: It's like a battle for the end of an era. That's what it was kind of like. It really was. Oh, you didn't ask if uh, I won. I didn't care. your face i just deflated you so bad <laughs> the, the worst part is Jeff, how do you feel about me being back i uh,
2: not i don't feel very good you want to know the worst part is Is i was what? setting up a joke to say that i lost horribly
1: to oh. sean the arcade oh that makes
0: me feel even better you, you lost horribly huh? oh yeah uh-huh. yeah, yeah. That's, that's great i just got racked. man because my team sucked yeah it did <laughs> If you okay. used the same team that you played in the game to battle? Yep. Yeah. I sure did.
2: And then I'm glad I didn't care. <laughs> Let's jump to our retro relapse. Jones in for a classic game. It's time for retro relapse on the Legend of Retro Podcast.
0: Retro relapse. <sighs> I can't believe i got to do more of this episode <laughs> with you. Greg, do you feel lucky? Uh Huh? I do, ya don't,
2: punk. I feel like my luck ran out the moment you walked into the studio. Did
0: you did you get that reference?
2: I I did. It's okay, from good.
0: Dirty Harry, uh, a 1990
2: uh, game based, of course, on the movie Dirty Harry, starring uh, Clint Eastwood. Uh, and this is a game for the Nintendo.
0: Sure is, and uh, uh, it's a lot of a lot of mindless killing. Yeah, lots of weird gang members <laughs> jumping out of stuff and snakes and snakes. I don't know why there were snakes. It's like a, it's like it wanted to be a platformer, but it also wanted to be a shooter. Um, yeah, and it just didn't meld the best. No, the, like you gotta get like your your crowbar is like used up when you open crates or something. Yeah, so you have your Dirty uh. Harry, you have a gun, but you have to get ammo for it, right? I believe so. Yeah, I think there is ammo, and you shoot in like, I think it's like the the multi-direction one. Like, you, like you can shoot up. Left, right, diagonally, but you can't shoot down. I don't think. I don't even know if you can shoot diagonally. I Maybe thought you could. Maybe diagonally, you can. But he's just like real clunky. Oh yeah, the controls. There's are really jumping, bad. but the jumping is not very good. You're going in and out of places. There's like pop machines and like vending machines you can go into, and I don't even know the plot of the game. Honestly, I do not I, know
2: the plot. I mean, the
0: the thing is, is it 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 should. Follow
2: the the story of the movie about Harry uh, Callahan, uh, San Francisco police officer, blah, blah, blah. But you want to know what really the biggest thing that blows my mind about this game, Chops? What? The movie Dirty Harry came out in 1971. Oh, yeah. It was old
0: compared to this game. It was like almost 20
2: years later. They were like... Yeah, uh, this old you know Clint Eastwood movie, uh, which I I don't know what it was rated. I don't even know if the rating system was uh, active then. I
0: don't know. It was probably it probably would have been an R movie. Uh, probably or PG thirteen, but not a game kids should be playing on the Nintendo. Well, so this was nineteen ninety the game out. If you're thinking about it, there's been a lot of action movies of that time of your of your of yeah. your big action stars. You know Stallone. Um, uh, Seagal things like that and I think this is probably trying to play off of that feeling of like oh shooting action based movies let's make this off of one of the classic action movies of its time yeah. Dirty Harry and try to make some money off of it that's what all the thing I can do uh-huh. and, and they've made multiple Dirty Harry's like every Clint Eastwood movie that's like this it's pretty much the same there's like the Deadpool there's like all sorts of different shooting movies of of Clint Eastwood where he just plays this like gruff man who's angry at the world Mm -hmm. and and this is another opportunity for them to try to capitalize it which it it didn't work out too well.
2: I don't think Dirty Harry on Nintendo was a big seller.
0: Uh, Yeah, I doubt it.
2: Uh, What do you give this on the 8-bit scale?
0: (sighs) Uh, I mean, on the 8-bit scale, probably like a 2. I was
2: thinking two. Yeah, like it's Maybe not, three, but I don't think so. It was really clunky and awkward. If, and I, I, didn't like if it. I
0: gave it a little bit more time, I think I'd give it a three, but I don't know if I want to give it more time. Like the the amount of time I'd give it just to get a three would make me regret the decisions in life that I have made and then would probably drop it to a one.
3: <laughs> so
2: so we're, we're in it's The most we're going to give it is a two. Is a two. And uh, it has the potential yeah. for a three
0: if it paid off. It, but it won't. So but it's it going to drop to a one. Right.
2: So it balances out to a two. Exactly. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right.
0: Yeah, that logic sound.
2: Uh huh. <laughs> so I, uh, I tell you what, uh, Chops, uh, we have. Uh, what did, oh, you gave it two, right? Yeah, I gave it. I give it a two as well. Uh, I tell you what, though, Chops, we have a a new uh, bracket theme oh, uh, with we a do. new season. We do character themes.
0: Character
2: themes. Yeah,
0: this is a this is a hard one. This this was kind of tough for
2: us to even kind of like get our full list going. Like, because a lot of them, like you know, when you're choosing from every Nintendo game ever, when you're choosing from opening themes, there's a lot more. But when you
0: narrow it down like this to characters, you got to get real, real specific, and you got to do some digging. So you have to do research too, because in it some things that you think are character themes might not be. In in our way that we defined it, character things. right? Yeah, exactly. It, it was kind of tough. So
2: I, uh, uh, of course, uh, make sure to uh, give a listen to us on Patreon. Yes, uh, if you'd like to support us there, uh, I we have uh, uh, bonus episodes every month of yep. uh, our show Game Shark, uh, where we chat about different topics. And we did a draft
0: uh, for all of the the oh, yeah, themes. And I'm sure there's there's enough bickering in there <laughs> and name calling that. You will get some enjoyment out
2: of Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. Make sure to go ahead and check that out. And when it comes to the voting side of things, you can also get a bonus vote uh, for even being a $1 patron. Right, $5 yeah. gets you the bonus episode. And uh, even just being a patron means that you're going to get uh, early access to our retro relapse videos. Make sure to uh, consider uh, supporting us there. Definitely is appreciated. But I tell you what, let's go ahead and uh, turn things over to Xander for a few minutes, and we're going to go ahead and uh, find out what's going on with these uh uh, bracket matchups.
1: That's right. It's a new bracket and it's uh, characters this time. So we're going to jump right into this week's bracket. We have up first Zero's theme from Mega Man X3. This is composed by kenuyo Yamashita. theme of Celeste Cher from Final Fantasy VI composed of course by Nobu Uematsu. heard about all the different ways that you can vote so i don't really have much else to tell you other than uh if you are not a patreon member you definitely want to jump on there because this month's game shark is actually the draft of the character theme uh, the four of us picked eight themes each and uh we did it draft style with special guest host lpj so be sure to check that one out for as low as five dollars you get access to all the extra content that we make and this episode was a lot of fun to record so hopefully you'll enjoy it so we'll go back over to the guys
2: I am pretty excited about our uh, uh season's uh, bracket lineup uh here chops. Yeah. Uh, I think these are these are gonna be some pretty solid uh, uh matchups. But uh, it's kind of scary. We'll see how things go. Yeah, I'm I'm very uh very excited for this.
0: So so when's our new season?
2: Um right now.
0: Is this it? This, this is, this is, is news, it. This is the this is this premiere season of the yeah, new this season. This is the premiere okay. of the new season. I just yeah. want to make sure. Uh huh. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. It is, isn't it? Yeah. This is what the fifth season? Yeah, season five. We've been going at this for a while, time buddy. time, yeah. I don't know what that meant. I, 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 I just yeah, say yeah I know. End Catchphrase five. I, 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 Anyways, yeah, season five. This is great. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Like all the support and uh, any suggestions you have for changing it up or things you want to hear. Maybe different bracket suggestions. We'd love to hear it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can, of course, reach out to us on Facebook.
2: Uh, but one of the easiest ways to chat with us uh, is in the Legend of Retro channel uh, on our Discord. Uh, if you uh, go to uh, GameZillaMedia.com, you're going to see the link for our Discord. Make sure to go ahead and uh, jump on there. And uh, you're going to be able to uh, you know, chat with us, send messages, you know, what, uh, whatever the case may be. And vote. Yeah. And, of course, all the voting uh, through Facebook, Twitter, our Discord, and, of course, the Patro- yeah, uh, Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Uh, But I tell you what, Chops, I think it's about time we wrap this episode up. Let's do it. Uh, We'll see you all next time when the legend legend continues. continues.